I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. One, two, clean. He's 5'8". Yes. Is that too short for you? Baby girl, there's a 5 in there. That's way too short. 5'10 <laughs> and 5'11 are special occurrences. 5'9, five, 5'8, five, absolutely not. <laughs> Will not be happening. That's so funny, Sydney. <laughs> Alright, we can just get started. Because uh, both of our mics look fine. Um, Hi, Sydney and I have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> That was a great way to start talking. Um, yes, we do. Ooh. And it's so annoying because Ooh. we really avoided it this whole time. And, 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 and. So as, if you guys don't live in New York, there is this thing called SantaCon. Goodbye. We talked about it in our last episode, but Cindy's going to deep dive into it right now. Yeah. Basically, white men, there's a few, there's a few others in there, but mostly white men that are either in frats or are still clinging on to frat life at the age of 34 you're either white or all your friends are white yes no in between and you're just as santa claus well men put on santa onesies and girls just put on lingerie and a santa hat and you go bar hopping across the city this it happens every year i've avoided it every year i've been in new york proudly and this year we were friends were begging us to go and so we were gonna go against my will but then i got scheduled for work that saturday morning so we couldn't go so we had like our we already bought our stuff so we like had our ranger ears and all that stuff on we ended up not going out we just went to chipotle then we came home and took a nap i don't really know why we really didn't do anything that day yeah so we went home took a nap that was the end of santa con for us and the beginning somehow we still got covid <laughs> and it's so annoying because we avoided it for literally two years we've yeah. been so careful we didn't even go to santa con and so, like, in my heart, I, I don't know if I should blame SantaCon and all frat boys or if I should blame not using that stupid lucky sound on TikTok. So I'm going to blame both. 
<laughs> fuck that lucky sound because as I was in line to get COVID tested, which I was in line for over five and a half hours at an urgent care. And I know people were commenting or like I was texting people and they were like, go, just go to a tent. And I'm like, they have lines down the block at this point. Like at, at the day where I went to go get tested, like it was completely impossible. But anyway, so I'm in line at an urgent care and I like scroll past the lucky sound like six times. And then I was like, all right, like, let me just do it for good. Like the best of luck. So I did it for the best of luck. And then I still got a positive result. So I don't trust that sound. That sound is a fake. It is a falsary. It is a heresy. It is unethical. It is, a it is homophobic. I don't like it. Um, uh, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I got tested on Wednesday, like before, like the original panic ensued. I got tested on Wednesday because I work in a huge office yeah. and someone um, got was tested positive in the office. So they sent us like all home to get tested. And I walked by a tent, no lines. I was like, I'm just gonna get tested anyway. Cause like I had my other job that day. So I was like, I'll just get it out of the way. And I, that was Wednesday morning at like 11 AM. I still have not gotten my results back yet. And it's supposed to be a 24 hour test. And it's been, it's been like 72 hours now. Yeah. And right now, right now it's Friday at like 7 PM. We're getting, what, this is the one time we actually have an excuse about getting a episode out late is because yeah. we're both literally dying, but no, just kidding. So if you see us post five times this weekend, you didn't, but, um, I, so I had to go yeah. find, uh, at home test cause Sarah tested positive. So I was like, okay, I definitely need to go get tested. So I went to like literally every CVS and Dwayne Reed in a 15 block radius mm-hmm end up getting at target and buying out their entire stock of tests and ended up testing positive which was literally a personal attack on me i think and i've been going through it because i i've been healing from mono i end up having mono for like five or six months so i'm still healing from mono and then i got hit with covid so like my lungs literally feel like someone's punching me with a brick in the lungs repeatedly and not to mention that I also have three finals and I got dumped. So it's like, and I can't go home for Christmas anymore and my mom can't come visit me. So, you know, it's been like a really fun and uplifting and positive day, <laughs> as you can tell, on a super positive, cute girl mood. Oh, yeah. And it's just super fun and I just I just feel so happy right now. We're really upset because obviously, like, we have to quarantine for 10 days and it's literally like... I'm sad because I only get to go home like twice a year because I live in LA. Yeah. It's just like far and i haven't seen my family in literally two years because everyone's covid and my whole family is going to la and i got my ticket super expensive because i had to leave the day before christmas eve because my exams and now i can't see my family and spending christmas alone but that's just the mood of 2021 <laughs> like this this year started and ended the worst way possible and that just felt very poetic and not a cute way like we Edgar Allan Poe. are huge like grinches and even enter scrooges right now because this they're too positive thing they're too positive i hate the name ebenezer scrooge Who, <laughs> how do you even think of that name yeah but overall, Cindy and I are fine, really. Like, we have a pretty bad cough, and it kind of, like, hurts in our chest. But me and her have very similar symptoms. She lost taste and smell. I still have some of mine. I have a lot of mine. <laughs> I have Just a, some I have things taste, like, a little bland. But I can still smell, like, perfumes. But I showed my perfume in Cindy's nose today, and she couldn't smell it. I was like... Yeah, like, I'm allergic to peanuts. Like, even the smell makes me... Like, when I smell peanut butter or nuts or cinnamon, I literally gag. Mm-hmm. And I literally stuck my face in the jar of peanut butter and didn't smell anything <laughs> and do you, i can't tell you something like i just got out of like a long-term relationship and you know what hurt, the only thing that hurts more than that is the fact that i am eating food that i know i seasoned so well like i it it was dumb season like it was so good i know and i can't even like i can't even taste it and that's the worst part is like i have no appetite I can't taste anything. I can't smell anything. But all I've been doing all day is eating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I need to not laugh. It's so. De- it's literally so depressing. Yes, yeah, Cindy and I have been munching a lot. I think my mom is here, so yeah. <clears throat> Back to like symptoms, and then I'll get to our kind of our current living situation. Um, if you are curious about our symptoms, we're experiencing some like mild congestion and a pretty bad cough. Like hurts our chest. 
some like neck and back pains and slight sporadic like headaches and extreme exhaustion and yeah and extreme fatigue we've been i slept for like 13 and a half and this is not an exaggeration i slept for 13 and a half hours last night because i was so tired which is also very similar to the symptoms that i got the day after i got the covid shot like i was knocked out tired achy like whatever and so i'm experiencing a lot of those symptoms but like times four so and obviously for a longer duration of time <clears throat> which sucks because so our current situation is crazy. My mom came on Wednesday to come visit Sydney and I. Um, so she like came from Philadelphia to New York and I was like not very symptomatic. Like I had some mild allergy symptoms, but like at the time in no way did I think it was COVID at all. And Sydney was asymptomatic at that time as well. So my mom came over and we were like, <laughs> like going out to dinner and stuff. I woke up with like a little bit of a cough and I was like, fuck. So then mom and I went to urgent care and I'm positive. So she's been exposed. She's quarantining with us. So it's me, Sydney, and my mom. Right and it's now. so funny because like Sarah and her mom are like giggling in their room, like watching movies. And I'm like sobbing in my room. I'm like, oh, the emotions of this house. It's so funny. Yeah, my mom is definitely a very like positive person. We're very similar in that respect. So me and her are just kind of like, yeah, yeah, like they've been, Christmas quarantine. We've been giggling and like movies to eat. being so happy. I'm literally like in my room like sobbing for the last like two days straight. It's not funny. It's not funny, mm-hmm. but man, Cindy's been sad. Yes, <laughs> I, I've, I've truly been going through it, guys. Yeah, understandably, it's not like she's overreacting. I mean, she like barely gets to see her family and stuff. I won't make it worse, but yeah. it's pretty depressing. <laughs> if you feel bad for me, Venmo me. <laughs> yeah, here's her phone. I'm go Cindy Winter, thank you. Uh, she'll give you free pics. No, just kidding. Just oh, kidding. Law I don't school, think, any, I don't think anyone wants to see my feet. <laughs> okay, I'm an ex-dancer, if that helps. Oh, yeah. Um... But yeah, I was going to go home to Philly for this. Like, my holiday plans ensued. No. What's that word? My holiday plans consisted of going... <laughs> nothing to do with the word. Yeah, that is the complete opposite uh, definition. <laughs> my holiday plans consisted of going home to Philly, seeing my long-distance boyfriend. I haven't seen him in, like, a month. Uh, Girl, he was here two weeks ago. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> he was literally here. Like We literally went to Lena's literally two weeks ago. Uh, yeah we see each other a lot my boyfriend and i are really not like long distance we like he lives seven hours away so like kind of but we make it work and it could be worse because it could be like a plane ride away but um we definitely see each other like every other week which is really great for like being long distance but right now day one of law actually this would be day two of lockdown right Uh, yeah you know okay day two this is the day two day two of lockdown we like Cooked breakfast, snacked for lunch, basically, because we've been snacking all day. I've had, like, a kind bar, baked Lay's chips, because my mom made the mistake of going to CVS and getting baked Lay's chips. Um, what else? Crackers, Ritz crackers, plain Ritz, like, just by themselves, Ritz crackers, and then, like, Panera mac and cheese, because Sydney got two this morning by accident, so... My bosses have been really nice about it, though. I told them I had, you know, COVID and I was experiencing symptoms. I was kind of down and out. And they were like, oh, my God, oh, my God, are you okay? Are you okay? It's really not that bad. Like, the symptoms were feeling a very, like, common cold, like, just a, kind of a bad virus. Girl, speak for yourself. I feel like yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. For me, at least. I feel like, all right. Like, I can, I still have some energy. I'm like, whatever. I don't, I really don't want to leave the apartment, though, which is great because I can't, so. I feel like the life has been sucked out of me by a fat oreo straw remember those straws you can get when you were little that were like oreos or like fruit loops you didn't have those no what are you talking about it's like a literal straw that was made out of like oreos or fruit loops and you would drink milk out of them and eat the straw you never had those no but i clearly missed out that's awesome you got them from Publix. but um anyway yeah i really feel like i'm dying mostly because i was already sick and so i just feel like the life has been like sucked out of me my lungs hurt that's the worst part yeah yeah and i can't taste and it's like i want to like i just had like like half a cupcake and like okay <laughs> you're still stuck i'm still stuck on this cupcake. Publix aside because Publix is good in every every regard i mean my last time i went there i had a very bad experience because the man tried to cheat he, he really tried to tell me like i don't own Publix, that i couldn't get two chicken tenders and a side of mac and cheese and wedges he's like that's not possible sir I have gone to Publix for lunch every single day for the entirety of elementary school, middle school, and high school. 
don't tell me unless y'all changed it we'll have an issue and but besides Publix I will never ever buy like desserts like cooked desserts from a grocery store because you know for sure that was made in some factory in Wisconsin about six months ago shipped with no flavor they did not put any flavor in that they put it in like a big old dropper machine it's been <laughs> dropping the same thing for about 40 years and then they put it in that grocery store and it sat there it's been sitting there for i don't know how long and you know that like it's not only has it been sitting there it's going to taste like cardboard plastic so i just have I'll, i will never put myself through that but we had like a sex and city like viewing party and by part i mean there was three of us and it's only me sarah one of my friends two of our friends and um Someone had brought, this is before we had COVID, someone had brought over these cupcakes. So I was like, you know what? I want something in my mouth, so I'm going to go get that. And I couldn't taste anything. And that's how I knew, because those things radiate the taste of burning plastic. So the fact that I couldn't taste that, I had to throw it away. It's like, I know it tastes nasty, and I don't want to put myself through that, because I know deep down something in me feels it, and I don't want to hurt them, you know? And I was going to say something that I forgot. It was about cupcakes, though. Okay. I think it's, I, I think one of the first signs of being deranged human being or, like, being soulless or lifeless is when you like cake, but you don't like cupcakes. That's like liking human beings, but not liking children. Hey, guys, I think Sarah just realized that she's deranged. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the same thing in a circular form. What's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> I like, I like a human, we don't like it when it's small. Okay, no. The reason why I'm not a huge fan of cupcakes is because the cake is so little. Like, the cake to icing portion is not ratio. They put just as much icing as they do cake. But with cake, like slices of cake, which is why I always got, when we went to the bakery shop that we liked last year, I only got cakes and not cupcakes, is because... <clears throat> They only put frosting the way on the you put your throat. <laughs> they only put frosting on the edges. No, they put it in between the slices too. Only sometimes. If it's a multi-layer cake, it's in between the slices. If yeah, but what if, if it's not a multi-layer cake? Then girl, what bakery are you whether you're eating a single layer cake? Ugh, There's just but, as much icing in a cake slice because it's on the top, the outside, and in between every single yeah, layer of cake. That's more that's icing. No, it's than not. Cake. And also, the reason I also like cake icing is because most of the time. The icing on store-bought cupcakes in any capacity is like the whipped it's frosting. Buttercream. Yeah, buttercream. I hate buttercream frosting. Buttercream is what's on normal cake, too. Unless no, no, you're no. eating red velvet. No, no. Sometimes there's this frosting in the grocery aisle, and I know exactly what it is. Like, I'm looking at it, but I don't know the brand name. Cream cheese? It's No, it's not cream cheese frosting, but it's like heavier, more potent frosting. That's the kind like of the frosting you get in I a like. can? Buttercream is way too light for me, and I do not appreciate it, and I will not stand for I, it. Ew, you're so weird. Like, you like cream. Ugh. If I <laughs> ever stick cake in my mouth, and there's cream cheese frosting on it, I will sue. I, if, if I come to your wedding, and you have cream cheese frosting on your cake, not only do you hate everyone at your guests, your wedding's gonna be cursed. Your marriage is gonna be cursed, because that's literally a sin. I, Cindy's going to be my maid of honor, obviously, so we're going to collaborate on the cake tastings, but I have to like it, and I, I'm very picky about my frosting. It has to be, my, it has to be heavy frosting. Okay, heavy frosting is fine, but then you've got to put okay. cheese in it. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't have to be cream cheese frosting. It's, I think cream thing. cheese is disgusting. But to me, it's like the quality of the cake is determined by whether or not the frosting is like thick and creamy or light and airy and whipped light but like buttercream is so fresh and light it just it yeah. tastes so good like i eat me and plastic. my old friend chance my old friend me and chance <laughs> my old friend, we would buy just like the the tub of Publix whipped buttercream it's just so light and airy it's so good and like people are like i don't know cupcakes use the ratio just take some of the icing off oh my god <laughs> americans are I so do. lazy such a third world problem they put too much icing on the cupcake <laughs> okay girl wipe it off or okay the only thing slightly more deranged actually it's like one notch below the derangedness of liking cake and not cupcakes is those weird people okay as a kid it's like quirky if you do it once but if you're a living adult that pays taxes and you still do this you need to go see a therapist people that like cut the cupcake in half and flip it over so it's like a sandwich oh that's so weird that's if so you are weird. a tax paying adult and you still do that something is wrong i'm sorry <laughs> just eat it it's the same thing were oh you loved God. as a child did you have like no did you need attention like <laughs> it's the same thing it's going down the same way i just don't understand 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit NFL.com slash schedule release to learn more. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. What do you feel about the Kardashian way to eat a Kit Kat? Have you seen that? For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, it's like chocolate. So obviously a Kit Kat is a wafer with like chocolate enveloped around the... Girl, enveloped is the complete opposite of Damn what it, you Damn it, this is the second time I've done this Coated? in the past 18 minutes. It is Coated. chocolate enveloped... No, it is a wafer enveloped in chocolate and what the Kardashians okay, do. You, you could have no. used so many. <laughs> no. You could have just said it's a wafer covered in chocolate. I will <laughs> die on this hill. I will die. I'm so dead. It is a wafer with chocolate covering it. And basically Kardashian. Even the way you just said that. <laughs> it is a wafer covered in chocolate. It is covered upon and enveloped in and enveloped and wrapped around. Girl, it's a wafer with some chocolate on it. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we're going crazy. Um, a Kit Kat is that? <laughs> I was gonna say, what are you gonna say now? <laughs> and what I think it's Kim, but what it might not be Kim. What a Kardashian do- does is they take off, like they break off the chocolate part to eat separately from the wafer. So, like they literally break off, like they get a. Kit- are you looking it up right now? Oh no! Oh, because you should. I was saying you should because I can't explain it very well. You get a Kit Kat and then you just break off the chocolate parts first, very carefully, or else they might break. And you eat the chocolate, and then all that's left is like the vanilla wafer, and then you eat that last. Well, see, in my head, number one, I feel like there's no way they do that. I think that they literally just don't have anything else to talk about, and they just be doing that. (laughs) It goes down the exact same way. Like I just want to know what the point is. Time in the day that you can sit there and like, what if it's melted? Yeah. Or like, what if, ill? I don't, I, that just <laughs> takes too much time. Yeah, I tried it once and it was really, really hard. But in the video, she did it so perfectly like she does it all the time. Do you know what I mean? So maybe it is true, but maybe it's also not. They, they're so weird. I don't, I don't even know what to say about them. Also, the way people eat pizza, where sometimes they fold it in half and eat it like a taco. Ew, men always do that. I'm like, can you stop rushing through life? Just <laughs> eat it like a normal person. Or people that are like... Ugh, this pizza so much gooey. Okay, yo, it's always the girl. It's always the skinny girl that's like, "There's so much grease on this pizza," and then they sit there with a napkin and spend ten minutes dabbing the pizza. Like that's going to make it any healthier. You are eating pure grease. It's good grease, but it's grease. R- wiping the little drop of grease off your pepperoni is not going to make it any healthier, girl. Ooh. 
so the way people, watching people eat sometimes i just like want to go inside their brain and be like huh <laughs> so you like made Sarah. fun of me earlier because i was poking my mac and cheese before i ate yeah. it and i didn't know i never knew that i did that but then once then he called me out for it i was i do it all if you the ever time watch with macaroni and sarah cheese. eat and the weird thing is she eats pretty fast like she's not a slow eater no. but like she well, no matter what she, she could be eating chicken <laughs> mac and cheese a potato she okay yo so there's two ways she does it. If it's like mac and cheese, she'll just stab around the mac and cheese like like she's literally chopping it and then pick up one piece and eat it. But she doesn't, not like she does it like in between like every 10 bites. It's between every single <laughs> bite. She has to like massage all the other noodles. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to like be like, not that she does it all the time. She no, does she does it between <laughs> every bite. Well, like if it's chicken, instead of eating it, like chopping it into slices, she will continually rotate the chicken and just eat the outside. And then once the middle is there, she's like, hmm. <laughs> or, or if it's salmon, she'll just stab it. Like, it, when you see it, it looks like some murder scene at the end. Like, she doesn't just chop and eat it. She literally chops it up with her fork and then leaves half of it there. But sometimes, if there's, like, multiple things on the plate, she'll just touch all the things on the plate with her fork and then pick up one of it. <laughs> like, gotta make sure it's still there. <laughs> it's just but it's honestly it's so interesting to watch because i just want to know why she does it <laughs> is, is, it, is it like up. a comfort thing i don't know i'm learning so many new things today i don't know you have so many sarahisms you have so many i told sydney she should try to like um as one of my christmas presents she should try to like film every sarahism that i do when we're in quarantine and then when christmas comes give me the compilation and like put it to a song like a funny tiktok song or something like all the weird things i do try to get on camera and then get like record me chewing record me poking up my food slurping like a cat slurping a cookie for no reason i don't even know catch me saying something dumb like asking about days of the week in ireland or something or whatever the fuck i said uh, or do, she also does this thing where like she wants to know what a word is <laughs> so she'll say words that she thinks sound are like related to the word but they will have no no relation to the word whatsoever <laughs> and then i don't know the word and then she'll be like oh it's this and i'm like sarah that had nothing to do with what you were talking yeah. about whatsoever i'll be like sydney what's that word when there are clouds in the sky and then something goes through them and then it starts raining and then she's like oh yeah beef yeah, like something like, so like, weird the ground the trees the what uh, rain and i'm like oh gosh okay yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but sydney's really good though she's like a walking thesaurus if i ever need help figuring out like a sentence because you know when you're like writing a paper and you're like typing as one does when they write a paper yes, i need to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> and they like ask some you know or, or that you're like stuck on a sentence for like four minutes straight and you just can't figure out the right words to say and the sentence isn't making sense and then you realize it's a run on whatever Cindy's so great at that like if I give her a sentence she can figure it out in like two seconds it's good she's gonna be a good lawyer oh, uh, thanks. if I ever get into law school please let me in I can just picture you being a lawyer and like your only fatal flaw being like crying when you're yelled at by the prosecutor <laughs> yeah or laughing yeah my biggest fear is like I am gonna go have to go up against one of my ex-boyfriends in court most of my ex-boyfriends are going to be lawyers, so. That's crazy. I found the, speaking of like that TikTok, that's crazy. I found that audio, but the part two where she goes, Oscar, you're getting your anxiety sweat all over me. Go have a latte. Try a chai tea. And then uh, uh, gotta go. Here's my card. I've never watched that, that was one really time. Important I saw you watching Fish Hooks <laughs> compilations on YouTube. The best part is Sarah's YouTube's logged in on our TV. So whenever we have guests over and I'm like, want to show them a music video, it's always like, Disney vlogs. <laughs> oh, gosh, I swear this is not me. But so the day before we knew we had COVID, Mom and I went to do some, like, holiday fun th- little things. Um, we went to Tavern on the Green. We went to the Columbus Circle Christmas Market. We went to Rockefeller Center. We walked around Central Park. We saw the holiday displays on Fifth Avenue we went to like Christmas themed a Christmas themed bar called Patty McGuire's. I really, you know what? We went to an an observatory called Top of the Rock. You do be going to a lot of like tourists in general. Yeah, I I visit a lot of tourist attractions. I did like the three levels though because like what they do, Sid, is like the third level is open air, so they don't have any glass around it. It's just you you can just like stand there and look out, and you know, and like without any glass hindering your view. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason why they do that, in which you're thinking like that's a big safety hazard, but the reason why they do that is because if anybody did in fact try to jump off they would land on the observatory deck below which does have glass 
So not, it juts out. Not as traumatizing, just slightly <clears throat> less traumatizing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Slightly okay. less frightening. You guys have probably heard me say this before, but like, I guess I do like touristy stuff, especially when I go travel places. Like, when I go to Europe, I love doing like history tours and stuff like that. But New York doesn't really have any like as much history stuff in the city. There are some, like the Tinderman Museum, stuff like that. But um, I just like don't care about like looking at the skyline. And I feel like that's very like people love it. Like everyone that comes to New York is like, oh my god, the skyline. <laughs> that's so me. I just I just I like see it and I'm like, okay, it's some buildings. Like I feel nothing towards it and I feel kind of bad because like I feel like I should care, but I just really don't. Like when we went to Rowan World. All I care about was sitting down. I was like, y'all don't got seats anywhere. <laughs> yeah, we sat down because it was a sponsorship. We got sat down in the best seat in the area, in like the dining area. Like in that restaurant, we had like mwah, prime seating. We saw, we looked out the window and we could see the Eiffel Tower and the One World Trading Center and whatever, whatever. Wait, we were in the One World Trading Center. Never mind. We could see like all of uptown just like looking out the window and it was so beautiful i was like crying the entire time and eating my brunch or whatever and cindy was like just literally not caring about the view at care. all and i was I like want my little drink, drink my drink and my cute little brunch i just like it's just some buildings to me i really i could not name it, yo it took me literally four years to figure out what the empire state building is and like it lights up people are crying and i'm like y'all it's some lights <laughs> i was really i used to not really have much of attachment to it but yeah. like when I'm in, like, Europe or I'm in, like, the um, Caribbean or anything like that where it's, like, a lot of, like, historical stuff, like, I get overwhelmed with how beautiful it is because it's historical and, like, I'm attached to that kind of stuff. But the whole, like, modernization of, like, I don't know, I'm just not, I got really deep. Ugh, stop. Stop um, I just don't really care. <laughs> like, that's, like, when I'm buying an apartment, like, I always get the room that, like, faces, like, another room. <laughs> and I don't really care, though, because I don't be sitting there looking out my window, you know? Like, I just, I, I really don't. But I get, like, all people like to romanticize, like, oh, like, I'm in the city, like, the skyline's, like, iconic and all this stuff. But, yeah, if you show me, if you show me like, a bunch of skylines, I was like, which one's in New York? I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> but um, a lot of people do always ask me, like, oh, like, I'm coming to New York for the holidays. Like, what should I do? And I feel like I'm always, like, the worst person to ask because I'm like, girl, I don't know. <laughs> like, if you want to go ice skating, go ice skating. But, like, you're going to be in long lines. It's going to be crowded. You can literally ice skate anywhere. I don't know why people care so much. Uh, the Rockefeller tree. I have such, such <laughs> an agenda against the Rockefeller tree. Number one, that thing has to be the single cause of climate change. Why do you need to have so many lights on? Like, I just don't understand. Number one. Number two, have y'all never seen a Christmas tree before? It's literally just a big Christmas tree. It's that's, that's all it is. That is, that is simply all it is. And like, I work near Rockefeller center. So when I leave work, it takes me 45 minutes to get home in the winter rather than 20 minutes because people are all standing in the middle of the street looking up like, Ugh, and looking at the lights on the building flashing. And like, number one, y'all are taking up so much energy doing this. Like, <laughs> just turn it off and we probably save the climate, save no, the world. That's that's the Saks Fifth Avenue light show. Yes. Like, girl, you gonna give someone a hernia. Like, literally, <laughs> just unplug it, and you could literally save climate. Like, that, that's all you need right there. But the Rockefeller tree is, like, not right. It's, like, right across, I think. But I'm, like, people are looking up at it, and they're, like, crying. And I'm, like, baby girl, it's a, it's a big Christmas tree. And it's not even, like, it's cute. It's much of a rant. It looks like my little brother decorated our tree this year because no one else wanted to. And it looks like he decorated it. It's just a bunch of random rainbow lights and, and, a, and a star on the top. Like, they didn't even do, like, a cute little, like, theme or something. If it was, like, themed and it was, like different every year oh, i'm about to save them and it was like different every year like if this year was like angel or something because covid or whatever and they made it like all white and gold and had like cute ornaments that could have been cute but no it's a bunch of rainbow lights like why would you why would you travel to new york to look at a big tree i that that just like i'm not judging you if you do that because i get it's like an icon of new york i just would i just simply would not it's too cold <laughs> and i have to i don't have enough time to be doing that as cool as seeing the rockefeller tree is it is just a bunch of different colors and i think it'd be really cool if they did like different color schemes per year as well like not just like even if they did like they don't even have to do something like like theme like angels whatever but that would be cool but if they have a budget just change the color of the damn lights but do like have it make it uniform make it united yes. don't do like red blue pink sparkles brown it's black. every color and i'm like y'all really thought you did something with this but you didn't I know. like chanel was cute like they did a little like holiday thing yeah. with like the ice skating rink yeah. i think bryant park is really cute because like because i think bryant park is like if you did 
whatever that thing is called. Bryant Park is my favorite park. It's so cool. Wolfen Center, whatever it's called. And Woolman in Central Park. The Woolman yeah, Rink. whatever that is. Plus the Union Square. Um, Christmas Market. Christmas Market. Union Square is just, I don't be going there. I used to live next to Union Square for years, but they just, they're on they're on some different stuff at Union Square. Every time I go, like, I saw, we even Sarah went to go drop off something for her job. And this man was wearing nothing but camo pants. And he had a Christmas tree on. Not like a felt. He had a physical, real Christmas tree on top of him. Like, his entire body. And I was like, number one, aren't you cold? <laughs> number two, how did you get your body through a Christmas tree? <laughs> yeah. Like, it was a real Isn't Christmas tree. the trunk tree supposed to be there? Like, where is the trunk? With lights and stuff. And I was yeah. like, okay, I don't even want to know. <clears throat> but, like, Bryant Park is, like, it's cute. It's clean. It has, like, the ice cream rink. It's free. And it's all these cute little stores around. It's great for a date. I think that's something I definitely want to, like, tell people to go to if you, like, want to do something. And there's bars and stuff there and food. If you want to do something for New Year's or for Christmas or maybe, like, the piers, uh, the cabins at Pier 17, like, on the greens where they have, like, that's a little bit more expensive, but they have, like, these little glass cabins and, like, a life-size mountain avalanche thing. Not avalanche. What do you call it? A bunch of mountains together? A range. A range. <laughs> they have, like, a mountain range that you can like go and I guess like look at I don't know what you do with the mountain range but it's there <laughs> but like I take my friends to stuff like that and like to walk around Central Park but like I'm about to take I'm not about to go look at a tree I'm sorry you, you can't not attract me out yeah I would I, say it's too cold but it's like 60 degrees it is it's so warm um I think Bryant Park is definitely my favorite park it's ice skating rink is the only free admission skating rink you do have to pay for your skates though uh but it's so fun i went with sydney and another friend last year we had literally the best experience those igloos are so fun that they have there they're all sponsored by like zitty winery or something like that so you can get some wine some fondue some charcuterie board and then go and sit and it'll be super cute and then another christmas thing that I really recommend doing, even though it just got canceled because of the COVID cases in New York, is the Rock the Rockette show. If you're going to pay for anything, like, and if you have a budget, because it is kind of expensive, go to the Rockette show. It's so fun. It, like, I, you probably shouldn't go more than, like, once or twice in your whole life, but, like, if you haven't gone, it's the coolest thing. Just, like, the way that they're so in sync, like, seeing that, it's so aesthetically pleasing, especially, like, if you like ASMR or <laughs> if you like Broadway, like, if any of those things converge, go to the Rockettes. It's I think so Broadway cool. in general is always, like, more of an experience to go in the winter. Because you can, like, yeah. walk through Times Square, like, on your way home, and it's cute. Yeah. It's kind of weird, though, because, like, it's December 17th, and it has not snowed. It's literally 60 degrees out. Like, I, I didn't wear a jacket. I wore a sports bra to the store yesterday. <laughs> but it's, like... There is that tweet that was like, all you college girlies making a baby name list and your notes need to stop because it's 60 degrees in December. Y'all not going to have kids. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was really depressing. I know. Did you know, though, that temperature, like temperature, like daily temperature is like the least indicative thing about global warming like ever? Because people are like, oh, it's so warm today. Like global warming is going to kill us all. But like in reality, that's like the least indicative thing of global warming. I don't know how that makes sense, but I read it like a few days ago. I was like, because <gasps> whenever it's like too cold out or too warm out, I'm like, <gasps> global warming. Did you say salamander? No. What, what do you mean? I could have sworn I just heard you say the word salamander. And I was like, <laughs> what did that have anything to do with what you're talking about? Uh, I read it. There was a childhood book about a salamander. It was my favorite childhood book. I forget what it was you called. talk about so many childhood things that I just have simply never heard of. Yeah. Like gag me with a spoon. My That's mom, my mom. No, in the episode you're like, yeah, I think it's from a childhood book. You said that in the episode. Oh, did I really? My mom was like, what? Yeah, my mom thought that was the funniest thing ever, though. She really called me crying, laughing. I remember I asked my mom when I was really young. I was like, Mom, what does gag me with a spoon mean? And she was, I was like, I, I either I asked her or I said something really funny because something might have been really gross, and I was like, ugh put a spoon in my mouth and choke me like something really weird and my Excuse mom was like that's not how you say that don't say no, that because when loud. you first said that i was like that was the most violently it's like both violent sexual and aggressive i was like why did you just God, say that she's like what's oh, a saying i was like who says that it is it was an old-timey saying um, old-timey it's popular in the, 80s. <laughs> in the olden days i'm katia adler host of the global story over the last 25 years i've covered conflicts in the middle east political and economic crises in europe drug cartels in mexico now i'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it join me monday to friday to find out what's happening why and what it all means follow the global story from the bbc wherever you listen to podcasts
<clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Ooh, I want to watch something historical. I'm in the mood. <laughs> How can you just be in the mood to watch something historical? There was like a two-year period where I didn't watch anything but historical shows. What? Like, or like historical fantasy. Like, I like watched- Bridgerton or something? Oh, no. Okay, that's a weird thing. I hate Bridgerton. I Never love historical, like, theme stuff. I hate Bridgerton. Rain was so good. Rain. Rain. I've seen Rain, I think, 60 times. <laughs> really? I'm not even joking. I could probably recite that thing, like, line for line. Really? I think it's funny, though, that, like- Okay, something I respect about the CW is they just simply do not care. Like, Bridgerton, I liked it. It was, like, colorblind or whatever, but it just wasn't mathing. It'd be, like, three kids of different races. Like, yeah, they're brother and sister. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but um, in Rain, it's based – if you guys don't know what Rain is, it was a CW show that was literally the best. And it's based on Mary, Queen of Scots. And Mary, Queen of Scots was a very pale-looking – bright red hair sickly awful woman arguably and she's like supposed to be like tall frail like literally the color of snow with like bright red hair and just like ghastly looking so it's of course they hire a gorgeous short long black hair australian girl and everyone was like, okay, why <laughs> one go with it i love that actress so much i follow her on tiktok and yeah. she's so funny she's very uh, positive she's the best she's very cute Loved Rain, and I heard there was another. What's that other show? I've seen. Have you watched Game of Thrones? Oh, love Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the whole thing. Um, what that else show. Can we talk about that show for a sec? That show. There is so much incest, and I don't yeah. like it. I ew. don't like it. This is probably like the most cold take of all time, but like, ew. <laughs> I just don't get incest. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why nobody should fuck their brother. I think. Mm. Um, Ill, do I just I don't understand. I don't even think it's weird when like friend, when siblings are really close. Not even like in an incestual way, but like why are you that close with your sibling? Aren't you supposed to hate each other? Yeah. Um. There was a friends episode about that where like the guy that Rachel was dating was so close with his sister, like they took baths together and they were full on adults. And Rachel was like, "Peace the fuck out." And he would like they would have like tickle monster fights, and she was like, "No." See, there one thing that I don't necessarily I don't respect this about friends, but I do think that it had to be such a conscious choice. There is simply not a, not single. a single person of color in that show. Like no. they couldn't even get an extra. Like if no. you really look at the background, they were literally were like, no, no colors allowed. Like they did <laughs> not have a single not even they could have had like at least Sex, Sex in the City had like a one episode around like a black person. It was extremely offensive, yes. Yeah, but like they the did the most offensive thing I've ever. They seen did about put it. in like the like littlest littlest amount of effort. Yeah. Now Friends, they were like they do not exist. This is New York, and they do not exist at all. Like okay, Seinfeld does the same thing. Is that a, a occurring problem with ninety sitcoms? Yes. Do they address it? No. And does anyone talk about it? No. 
But I do find that had to be a conscious choice. Like when you get extras, you just go, yeah, all of you guys come here. They had to be like, no, 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 no. Like that had to have some some kind of some kind of work put into it. My chapstick dropped. Yeah, very true. Sex in the City is also very offensive. Like it, as much as I love the show, and I do, like I will fight to the nail for that show. The um second movie, ooh, the second movie was so bad. They were, e- oh my god, the fry scene when Carrie was eating fries and she was like, "Look at that woman's veil." Yeah, so bad. No, but Sydney, so Sydney has me on right now. <clears throat> she has me on two shows, Suits and Succession. Yes, I love Suits. Because they're like her background shows, so she watches them while she like works and stuff. Or she like listens to them while she works. And now, I, like I used to kind of like have them in the background too just because I have no attachment to the shows. Like she started in the middle of the season, at least like for me. So I was just like, I like had no idea what was going on. So like I wasn't listening. I was doing my work and everything was fine. But now I'm obsessed with both shows, which is extremely annoying because when I do my work, now all I can do is watch the show. And I'm like, like it's so, so good because it's so drama filled. Like everybody just yells at each other and I love them. So if you watch either show... DM us on our Instagram at Crying in Public Podcast and tell us who your favorite character is. Like, I love Lewis. On Lewis, Lewis. Okay, I used to suits. hate Lewis. He's literally the worst in the first few seasons, but he's the smushiest smush ever. Okay, guys, watch Suits. It's on Amazon Prime. There's nine seasons, and there's like literally twenty episodes per season. So you're like, you have content for days. Succession is weird because like I've watched it all the way through, and it's good but like there's nothing happens like it's really <laughs> just a bunch of people talking about republican corporate talk there's no like juicy scenes there's no like hot people or romances but cousin greg is probably the reason why i watch it because i love cousin greg but cousin greg! cousin greg he's just so tall he makes my heart literally want to explode like he had an ellen interview his name is greg braun i'm pretty sure no it's not nicholas braun is his name he's like six he's huge he's like six seven He's, like, he's in sky high he's such a little smush and he was like i've never had a long-term love and it makes me sad and i was like i will literally love you into oblivion i love you cousin greg yeah cousin greg is the best he's the best no but you the reason why i like succession is because they had like a big old party um near that vessel in hudson yards and i fucking loved that scene it, it was so extra he had like this whole extra party for his birthday one of the brothers the evil one and when you entered the party, it was like you were entering through his mother's vagina and like so being weird. birthed Your into birth- the world. <laughs> it was so weird. You had like champagne wrapped in baby bottles. Oh. Yeah, it was like champagne and baby bottles. That would literally be Sarah. That would be so Sarah. And like certain sections of the club were like certain core memories. Like he had a treehouse section, which is like the VIP section. But that was like when we like what he had as a kid and stuff. So it kind of like grew up the club with him and the first thing Cindy said when we were watching that scene is she was like this is so something you would do minus like the coke and molly no sarah would literally have like one room would be like disney themed <laughs> one would be princess themed <laughs> like girl i'm literally so dead and there was a thing called a compliment hall where like it was literally just this big rose bush arc and you would walk through it and little human heads were in the bush which was just like paid actors and they would pop their heads out when they could sense you walking past and they'd be like i love your smile your outfit looks fresh you look great today like stuff like that and it freaked everybody out and that's literally so something i would do like something i thought was such a good idea in the moment but then everybody at the party would be like what the fuck is this that was like when we went to vegas for sarah's birthday sarah was killing me anytime number one it was like three weeks after sarah's birthday but number two anytime we walked into any sort of building and we would like check in something like it's my birthday by the way <laughs> they're like okay like because we were there it was her boyfriend's birthday also yeah. and like the day of his actual birthday we went to dinner yeah. and they're like is there a birthday here and i saw her boyfriend get ready to move his mouth and he goes it's my birthday <laughs> i was like i'm so dead i was so dead but eric is so shy uh, he just sat there <laughs> i was I like y'all two kill me he is so funny he oh yeah it was was like the night that we went out and like when it turned midnight that night it would be his birthday like the next day and we were about to go out and it was like literally two minutes past midnight and we were all like taking shots and it was like 12.02 and I came back like out from the bathroom or something and my boyfriend was so mad at me that I didn't say happy birthday to him the minute the clock struck (laughs) 
every time I see you two interact, I'm just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over here. <laughs> it was so fun. I still think about that and I'm like, what just happened? I got like five degree burns on my, because I'm so dumb. We were leaving the club. Ugh, I just such these cute heels on. They were so big. And I got them the day before, which is the problem. And I have awful feet because I danced. So like, I don't have any arch. So my feet are always in pain. And like, they're like broken in so many different ways. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to take my shoes off. I can't physically walk anymore. And my guy was like, do not take them off. And I was like, no, I'm going to take them off. And so I walked down the Vegas strip in the middle of August on black tar with my shoes off. I probably got hepatitis or gingivitis in my feet, but I also had like literal like sunburn bubbles. Like I had to pop them and liquid came out. It was disgusting. I like that this episode had actually no structure whatsoever. Yeah. We talked about 500 million things and none of it was relevant to anything in life. (laughs) No, the main theme of this episode, I think like the topic of this episode is just like literally COVID-19 because we we have COVID brain right now. Like we literally can't. I I just was writing the final essay and i'm like literally dead i have to write one after this yeah all right guys thank you so much for listening we love you if you feel bad for us and you want to say feel better please do so because we can get all the good wishing you could possibly give us dm sydney on the crying in public podcast account she runs that shit badass over there and yes if you want to keep listening to us we are on apple podcast spotify and iheart and if you want to follow us on social media, we're at Crying in Public Podcast on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Bye. Bye. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.